that's the keeper, man. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> that's, that's, that's a keeper. Well, Mr. Dennis... <laughs> <laughs> yes. Good evening to you, Mr. Dennis. What time is it? Well, and to you too. It, we, oh, hit my mic. I moved it. Sorry. It would be. It would be. How would you say it? Is it a sad yeah. minute? Here. It's it not is. a sad minute. There might be one or two sad minutes, but overall, it's a happy hour. Well, it's a sad. Well, it might be a sad hour actually. <laughs> we've had, we've had some rather serious sad hours. I'm not sure. Tonight doesn't seem like it'll be one of them, but there are many times we've gone melancholy with uh, movie reviews and the meaning of fucking life, so yeah. I'm not sure I'm in that headspace now. Here's it's that. a new year. It's time to move on. Yes. No more existential shit. I want to get operational. Op- right? Let's operate, right? baby. I just let's, get operational. Let's put, give the patient anesthetic, and let's get operational. Let's do so this. So here's to you. A happy hour tonight. Uh, my uh, beverage of choice, once again, as in a previous episodes or two, is rye. And I must tell you, given our prior episode, that when the man, the bartender, Tony, said to me in his home, my old home, at where I went for the first time since we moved, we went into the room he converted into the pub, which I'll explain in detail. And I went from beer to, he said, well, let's drink some liquor. I said, okay, let's drink some liquor. He said, what do you got? He said, well, my my aunt's, my, my cousin, had a uh, had an estate sale planned, and the estate salesman jilted her at the last minute. An emergency call. She called all her relatives and said, "Come and get stuff." So one of the things I got was ten years of accumulated liquors. Ooh! And he and he had this great liquor cabinet set up in the in the room in our house, which is the the room that has two uh, nine foot windows to the to the sidewalk, mm-hmm. kind of in an extended out, uh, output of the room. And uh, a six by four foot window at the top of the 12 foot ceiling that just lets in light. And there's a fireplace that works, gas fireplace. Boosh. And he has taken his table from his collection of shit over the years, Mm -hmm. which fits so perfectly in the center of this room that there's three feet around it for people to be able to mill around and walk and lean on a wall if they need to. And he calls it the pub. He opened. I said, wow, this is quite the medicine cabinet, bruh. (laughs) <laughs> he said, yeah, man. He said, look, look at all these different kinds of rum I have. And I said, I'll do a little rum. And and, and then uh, he said, I got some rye, too. And I said, rye? I said, why did you say that? And he said, because I thought you might be interested. That's right. And so he showed me a bottle. And he said, I got some more in here. And there was a bottle of rye. And then there was this big bottle with a cork in it. And this is what it said on the label. Rye on rye on rye. And Triple said, rye. <laughs> I said, what in the fuck? What is that? I want that. Rye ask rye. And he said, he said, no, man, that's a large bottle of beer that is corked and is warm. And it's like 18 proof. And if you want to share that with me, we need to be really serious. About it. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to sign here and here. It's contract and duplicate. Open it. it's, it's beer after all. You don't want to open it. It'll, it's ready to go. Wow. So anyway. Uh, I thought you'd love that story, so I, I drank, uh, I drank uh, another rye, which was uh, uh, I'll remember it when I don't have to. But anyway, so I went back to our old house. Did you take a Chevy to the that levee? We hadn't seen, and 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 we got there, and because of the winter weather, the the levee was dry. Wow, that's amazing. Can't believe it. Well, that that's that's one of the weird things about selling your house to someone that you know is that you might end up going back into it when it's no longer yours and everyone has put their own touches I on it. Every, I loved every square, I loved every square foot of it. I yeah. love what they did. She's an artist, a painter. He is a school teacher. She's she's a nurse in the day, artist painter in the in in her real uh her real uh uh, you know, purpose here, right. and he's a school teacher and, a, and the sax player I've talked about a lot. So they came over here and they saw our they saw our house for the first time, mm-hmm. and so we had hors d'oeuvres and drinks here and music and toured the house and we're here for a couple of hours and then we packed up and went to their place, which was our old place, and mm-hmm. we stayed there until close to midnight, which, as you know, <laughs> that's like way late for us. Yes, you know, I mean to tell you, wow. But th- th- thus the story. Of, uh, of he had holiday ale from Bell's, 
which is one of the few Bell's ales that I really like. I will drink their uh, overly sweet uh, amber if I must, but I, it's very much at the bottom of my list. But the holiday ale, which is brewed, guess when? Uh, June. No. Yeah. How'd you know that? No, I'm just. It's Flash the solstice. Fire than you look. It's the solstice. June twenty-one. Yeah. Huh. Just. Huh. I was. I was just thinking. Cool. Yeah. Yes, I, I remember when I hey, was. So you want to hear something? Hold on. I got an anecdote first. When I was in Denmark, one of the things that I noticed is that there they they are really lean heavily into the Christmas ales. They have a they have every single yeah. beer brand has a Christmas version, and around November first, they start pulling out the uh, Yule Ol or whatever is how it's pronounced. Uh, Yule Ol. Uh, the Christmas beer. Ready for the Roth, for the Roth, the Rochester. No, that's not it. Rodriguez. <laughs> Rochester. <laughs> it's an old. That's an old. Uh, uh, Jack Benny. Uh, you know Jack Benny? Uh, I know you're. It was no. Here. Did you know of him? I've heard so the name. So he's 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 worth. Uh, just let's make a note. I want to say you'll, physical you'll, comedian. Uh, yes. Yes. Carried a violin out on stage, and and it had a television show that was absolutely hilarious. If you were like I was, thinking and loving. That when he did his stand-up, he was hilarious, and he does some of the bits, you know, you know, and he's he's very very funny. He's very very funny. Yeah, he was one of these. And that, actually, an accomplished violinist. He, he was one of these that that was that straddled the vaudeville to radio to TV era era, where the very first acts you saw on television were pretty much just vaudeville, but on a on a stage with a camera. Yeah. So that's right. Well, and, and right, they did what they knew. Exactly. Just like us. That's Milton Berle and the Genesis. Here's to Milton Berle, a funny man with the cigar. Okay, links in the What's show notes. Drink? What are you drinking? I've got a little, Milton Berle. little got wine beverage. Show of, show of shows. Show of shows, I believe the, the research will show up. But at any rate, here's a strange story about the house. When we're uh, talking about the potentials of this people we know from buying our house, um, it came to be known from just conversation and drinks and whatnot that he and I were actually born on the same day, about uh, 16, I don't know, 18 years apart. Mm -hmm. I'm his elder. Because it would be odd if I was selling my house to someone who was 92. <laughs> well... It needs way too much work. And there is a story in here about what happened to his house that cost him $4,000 less Ooh. than a month after we moved out. And my response, which, as you can imagine, was sympathetic. When I looked at my wife and he said, I said, well, what did that cost you? And he said, oh, you know, blah, 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 blah. probably about $4,000. And I looked at my wife and I said, boy, we should have got out of here at the right time. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's the sort of thing that makes you feel good about your de it happens. decisions. And you know what? And you know what she said. And it's she luck. said, "Dear," she said, "She said, we know we bought an old house and stuff would go wrong. It's just no problem. Mm -hmm. But what they did to 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 add their sensibilities and creativity, their each artists, and how they bring that uh, perspective. And and I just I just use the word sensibility because what you see when you go in their house is just the natural kind of if you know them." You, you go and you say, of course, this is beautiful like right. this, and this is so great. And the back part of our house, which we, and, and, and in my view, she may pretty much agree with this, I would think. I would say that this, the major selling point for the home was that in the back, and the house was built in 1885, and then in the back of the house in 1935, they added what essentially was a huge dining room that has uh, just two walls of complete windows that are, not ceiling to floor, but they're good size, uh, five, five and a half foot tall windows. But every square inch is windows, mm -hmm. and they're all up and down windows with curtains. A very bright room with a, a a door that has glass in it that goes outside to the deck to the backyard. That's the new dining room. It also has its own bathroom and its own galley storage area. She's an artist. She's a painter. Mm -hmm. And I said, "Oh my God, your studio. Do you need light? Do you want light?" Mm -hmm. 
do you want some light? And she said, well, yeah. And I said, well, I wonder, how about access to water so you can wash your brushes? Oh, I have to have access to water. I said, how about even a, a, a full bath, a shower, a sink, and a toilet? She said, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. And I said, how about storage? Would you like a place you could walk into and look at eight-foot-tall shelves and rooms to hang things? Oh, 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 she said. And I said, well, let's think about that back door when you come out of your, how about a tile floor that's easy to wash? Mm-hmm. Oh, she's, oh, oh. I said, well, so let's go out that door. How about you go down to a patio to a new, to a backyard that's been turned into a Garden of Eden uh, with the, <laughs> where you're charcoaling. And, and, and she said, come on. You're such a salesman. Come on. And when we showed her the house, they bought it. Mm-hmm. And when they bought the house in that room, I put a vase of flowers. Nice touch. And when she found the flowers after they moved in, we cleaned the house top to bottom, professionally cleaned. We left this house, move in, latch key. We mm-hmm. are the best people in the world to buy a house from. I... We were so fastidious. Mm-hmm. And in the room with no furniture, the house is completely empty for the first time since we bought it. It is the flowers. And you can turn to an episode you'll have to show in the show notes of why, in a panic, I had to rush back to the house and grab those flowers from the room four hours after they moved in because the people who owned the flowers wanted them back. What? I never heard this. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. And I'll leave it at that. And you can tie into the, the show notes. I well. But I, anyway, we went to this. So we went to their house, and now they live there for, for six months. Well, they lived there I, since June, and they they put their they put their feel into it, and they have now the pub, and they put a chandelier up, and they they have this furniture that fits exactly in the windows, and they added color, and they have her paintings throughout the house, and they have their bedroom with this gorgeous, and it was like walking into a dream world. And on the way home, I said, boy, that was a nice house. She said, I really miss going in the backyard. And I said, I don't miss anything about that house. I haven't missed it one bit because for me, and this is, might be a little weird, but for me, it's just, it's about the money. Mm. I couldn't afford it because the heat was so high. And so for me, anything is through through that. And listen, that's a little greedy sounding, actually. A little. I mean, I still appreciate the beautiful garden that we built. Right. With its, you know, its w- woven pathways and brickworks and 10-foot privacy fence and new shrubbery that catapulted 24 feet high and gives you this just private enclave in the most historic neighborhood in the city. Well, it's gorgeous. Since you're and we all... went to see it again. We went back. That's nice. Since you're all about the money, patreon.com slash happy hour. <laughs> Dennis is all about the money. He's not doing this for any other reason. He wants another room on his house. So cough it up, everybody. No, no, we're good. So, we're good. so they, they loved our place, which, 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 of course, after the Victorian, is what you refer to as a modest home. Mm. So they haven't discovered the ghosts yet? Uh, they haven't, but Nikki told them about the ghost. Mm. Young man with dark hair. I and know who it is. You know who it is? Beep. King's son. I shouldn't be saying names here, but yes, I know who it is. Okay. It's the the person I I bought it from. It's her son. Ah, okay. And what does yeah. he do? So does anyway, move on. Play the bongos. Well, doesn't do anything. He's dead. Don't do anything. He's dead. He's on the other side doing what they do over there. Whatever it is. Yeah, he's busy. Ghosts. He's busy doing doing things. What they do on the other side. Okay. He, you know, like I said, you know, for all we know, they're out there eating grass on the other side, eating grass because when they pass over. When they pass over, they're no longer ghosts. Then they're gods. Excellent. Excellent. So after you die, after you die, you right away, ghost. you become a ghost. And then when you get situated in heaven, you become a god. Is that why Satan has those horns? Punch. That's it. That's it. Satan is always portrayed as a goat. Yes. I have to notice, and this is noteworthy to our listeners, is that there's a strange thing that's happening. Your prostatic ankle out of your forehead is moved to one side of your head, your left, my right, and in that side of your head, another small one is beginning to grow. So I believe that you are probably, as we might say, horny, but in your case, it would be footy. I like how you uh, finally discovered the value 
of putting uh, toe rings on your protrusion. I can hang, I can hang stuff up there with, you know. I know, the Christmas ornament is a bit over the top. But uh, When I go shopping, but, uh, I can carry a bag a little, there. Yeah. The way that it, it covers up only one of your eyes and makes you look like that ornament is your eye. And fade the background for me, bro. You're not faded in the back. Do it. I know you love it when I do this. Okay, here we go. Ready, set. Oh yeah, there it is. Oh, oh yes. Why can't I have this? You've done. You've done nothing. It's been six weeks. Because your computer is six isn't weeks. I've clever said, enough. I think you never answered the question. You never answered the question. I think it requires a a, a clever computer. I think. I think. Wow. Skype has looked at your computer and said, "This thing isn't powerful enough to no, do I this can't. blur technology." I can't do that. So, I can't do that. Blur technology. Whoa. Whoa. Hey. 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 Blur. blur this tech. is a money maker. We say to people, "What's your worst memory?" And 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 that's a, like a big headline. What's your worst memory? And then the next line is. We can help you forget it forever. And then the next line is, blur technology. We take what you remember and make it dull. Something like that. And then they tell us... Memory dullification. Or... Allergy to go into their brain. Right? It's, very, it's very much like the that vanilla sky me. we were talking about the other day. Where... You told me offline for the listeners to know that, that what your next project is is related related to something where i have an extra port on my computer and i use it as almost like a catheter but instead of sticking it up my penis i put it into my temple sideways right. and then yes we are you do it i do it and we're virtual so you can have control of my brain from a technology pixel induced hallucinatory control by you we can sell this i don't think i want that level of, we can of power over your noggin that's that's with with power comes comes are responsibility you, and are you dogging my noggin i'm dogging your noggin man i'm not gonna be blurring your you're blurring your past man what blurring time, my past time time flies such that memories are a blur no, I don't know. Whoa. Whoa. That's the that's what we put in quotes underneath the logo. Say it again. Un, unfocused corp. We can be called. Uh, time flies such that memories are a blur. However, I must say, yes. approaching someone with your sales pitch and, and jumping out immediately with, what's the worst thing that's ever happened to you? Is not a good way to uh, to get your foot in the door. <laughs> With, it, with just someone, no, someone, it someone on the street. It is. Saying, Excuse it me, is. sir. In fact, what's your worst nightmare? A version of that. A version. Yes, that's a better version. Right. That's a, that's the a deluxe package. One thing is, what's the worst thing that ever happened to you? That's like what actually happened. The next level mm -hmm. is what's the worst thing you could imagine. Now, here's the thing: when they read that, your technology makes them think it. Maybe sometimes for the first time, what's the worst thing that happened to them? Then they can't get it out of their head, so they buy our product. Huh. Can you do that? Yeah, that's just like seven lines of code. I think I could whip that up. It's, it's, it's a sports thing, and I know you don't, you don't like us to date this, but we will. But tonight is the Tigers versus the Tigers National Championship is tonight. The LSU Tigers and the Clemson Tigers. Playing where? Uh-oh. Home game, New Orleans, Louisiana, where LSU is just a short hour and 10 minutes away from Baton Rouge, a home crowd, the team of destiny, and the Heisman Trophy winner, Joe Barrows, against Clemson National Championship last year that hasn't been beaten in almost two years. Wow. Okay. You know, you know, okay. you know who my money's on? The Tigers. Tiger Woods. You... Huh? Tiger Woods. I think he's going to jump in there. <laughs> he's, yeah, he would last a minute out there. Get a, but uh, this is a huge deal, man. This is a huge deal. 
I'm just I had haven't often been excited about the national championship, but I'm a born again LSU fan. I have uh, I have I have deigned to wear the purple and the gold. It is the same colors of my high school, Cardinal Mazzenti High School, the purple and gold. This is the national championship of basketball. No, that's in March. College football. College football. Okay. Yes. Great. College football. You're a big fan. I can tell. <laughs> it's the one where they where they where they have the sure. ball, and they and they run. Yeah, and they jump. which we switched out to a basketball. Well, they. Here's the cool thing, since you know so little about it, is that remember the idea we had? I had. Actually, you haven't had an idea fucking year and a half. But uh, the idea was to switch out the ball so the football team had to play with a basketball, vice versa. Well, they they listened. Championship game is, in fact, using a basketball instead of a football. So we're looking forward to the odd bounce here and there, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Rules of the game are the same. Everything's the same. The only difference is instead of a football, they're using a basketball. And the kicker? Holy fuck! Is that ever important? Right. You know, even Wait I can. Wait a minute! The ball's it's a mile high. Even I can throw a spiral with a basketball. I mean, you probably couldn't. It probably wobble. Like there was goo stuck on one end of it, but I guess ball. you could. But I think I would imagine that if you were the quarterback, that you would be hoisting that ball from between your legs. Like a, 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 a like a Shaq, a Shaquille O'Neal at the foul line, <laughs> between your knees. Mm-hmm. That's how you'd be having to pass the ball. So it would have about a maximum five foot trajectory. But there's a lot of players that end up with their average per throw is under six or seven yards. But after that, their yardage after the catch is six or seven yards. Right. I know you're you're well, yawning. I wish people could hear that. It's can people hear you yawn? Can, can, can we I, pick that up? Can we? Yeah, I mean, I could probably get a first can down. We, can we pick up the can we pick up the yawn. It'd be the most interesting thing in the last five minutes, apparently. A, a three a three pointer to uh, score the field goal <laughs> and the hat trick. Yes. So here's the story. Tell me a story, Dennis. Back to the old house. So over a quarter or order over a matter of time, Tony and I discover through conversations and a few drinks here and there that we, in fact, were born on the same day, 16 years apart. And the other day we went into the home and uh, we had a guest room on the first floor that was one of our favorite rooms, which ended up being our main room for a while because it has a full bath and it's off of the living room. And it's really nice little space. Well, uh uh, he took it and turned it into his music room with his little uh, stand-up uh, piano, um, his uh, saxophones mounted uh, on the wall, uh, a couple of really comfortable chairs, a uh, cabinet with music stuff in it, and then photos of he and uh, the band, the, uh, the uh, Out of Favor Boys, uh, in, on the wall. Mm-hmm. And he was leaning up against the, the uh, radiator, that was somewhat original to the house. And um, he, as we were talking, and the vibe in the room was like, oh, man, I, oh, just so nice to be there. And he's, it's just so so wonderful. And he says, hey, man, he said, uh, um, did you ever notice the patent date on this radiator? And mm-hmm. I said, no. And he said, well, listen, it's, uh, it's 1879. Uh, Our birthday. Actual date and month. Is December 3rd, 1879. And there was a moment in that room, and it wasn't just because of the beer and the rye, I swear <laughs> to God, it started to like fucking vibrate. It was like. And then I threw up all over the <laughs> it was It was great. It was like, it was like peyote. You know, who knew? Who knew what was happening? Yeah. But that is weird. Is that not weird? It what is are the odds of that? Could you go to... Very, very weird. Very, very weird, Dennis. That It just doesn't make sense, man. Did you see the, did you see the commercial of... Uh, I have not uh, seen commercials. Why, uh, why, Pinocchio, why Pinocchio is a poor choice for a motivational speaker? And they show Pinocchio in front of a crowd, 
And he says, points to a guy, and he says, you have potential. And his nose grows, and he says to the next person, and you have potential. You you just reek with potential. And his nose grows. I look around this room, and I see nothing but untapped potential. You have potential. You have, oh, boy. Yes, end I have of, not seen that. End of, end of commercial. Geico. I will link that in the show Funniest. notes. Oh, at oh, happyhour.fm slash 043. And also I want you to link to interesting. Years ago they had a commercial. There's a woodchuck, <clears throat> not Chuck Wood. And it went to the wayside for years. And they just reissued it. And it is just as funny now as it was then to me. To me. That one rings <laughs> a little bit of a bell. Is a, he, he's, a Red, he's a Rod Sterling a type who has the look and the sound of Rod, Rod Sterling and the cadence mm-hmm. of Rod Sterling from the Twilight Zone. And he introduces the idea of does a woodchuck not chuck wood? And uh, it's... <laughs> I, can't, I can't help but think about it and laugh. I just recently saw it. But There's, anyway, you haven't seen it, so it's not funny no, I've, I've, so let's change the subject. I pulled it up here. It'll be in the show notes at happyhour.fm. Look at it. FM. Look at it. Look at it and tune back in. You can edit the shit out. The woodchucks chuck wood. (laughs) Hey, you dang woodchucks! Quit chucking my wood! Hey, you dang woodchucks! Quit chucking my wood! Yeah. And And then they do it one more time, and then you can see them run off. Yes. Because they're... The thing is, is that every time they throw it, they have such an enjoyable moment. <laughs> hey, chucking wood is fun. It's like throwing anything well, is yeah. fun. You know. That's so. right. Chucking it. it. Reminds me of my golf game, actually. Of what? Mouth game? My golf game. Uh, chucking wood is how I feel from about 90 yards out on a bad day. From 90 yards out, I would use an iron, not a wood. Don't you think? Whoa. Good pun, man. Hey, man. You tee him up? I'll punch him out in the fairway. I wonder if it's my, my irons on iron. They're made of wood. I wonder if that's a problem. Well, you're certainly not Iron Man. Which is after I hit it. I, I pine. Remember the Bonnie Python where the... Uh, so he shows him a bird cage. He's trying to the sell parrot. him. A, yeah, the, he's the, trying the to dead sell parrot sketch. Canary. Canary. It's not parrot. a parrot. It's the dead parrot sketch. It's a canary. It's a canary. Come on. It's not a parrot. There's a big difference, man. Are you going to say I'm pining right for the fjords? Check me. Are you going to say pining for the fjords? Because that is the dead parrot fjords. sketch. Fjords. 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 Good lord. What is that? Good, good fjords. Huh? Are, who? What's going on here? <laughs> Nudge, nudge. You know what I mean? I don't know the word. I don't know the word you're using. Fjord. Fjord. F-J-O-R-D-S. Fjords? Yeah. Fjord. Yes. Fine yeah. for the fjords. Because it's a Denmark. 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 That could be our new catchphrase on this lovely show. Hey, man. Hey, man. You know what you need, though? You know what you need to do that to? Electric guitar. Well, we could do that. And the fjords. Well, if, hey, I don't think it's just me, but we could do a poll, and at least 75% of our listeners had no fucking idea what you were saying. Because that's not a word that's commonly used. But you were talking about Monty the Python way... and a and a bird and pining, and there's only one right. other word that comes to mind for people that know that sketch, and it's pining for the fjords. Good lord! Because that's in the sketch. I don't know this. You don't know the dead parrot sketch. That's the most this. famous Monty Python sketch. I do know that. This is a canary. It's not a parrot. So maybe it's okay. Tell me. Ones. Tell me about the canary sketch. Canary in the cage. Uh huh. And he's holding the cage up, mm-hmm. and 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 he's uh, and uh, John Cleese says says I don't go buy that canary. It's dead. And the response is, 
is dead. It's just pining. Uh huh. And are you telling me pining now for that what? the next line is pining for the fjords? Yes. I didn't know that. This is a revelation to me. Okay. First of all, he's not trying An to sell a parrot. Absolute revelation. He's not trying to sell a parrot. They. He's what? Someone has come to return the parrot that they previously bought. Oh. Complaining that it's that it's but a it's dead not parrot. A parrot is it? For fuck's sake, it's, it's called the dead a dead parrot, parrot sketch. It? Yes. Like I. I bet you a thousand quid. For fuck's sake. Well, don't need to get testy. I've always thought of it as a canary. This is a mind shift for me. Be patient. Work with me here. Don't get fucking tiresome with me. You're next you're going to say, you stupid fuck. Figure it out. I was thinking it, but don't I had not yet said there. it. Yes. This isn't... This isn't happy when you're trying to slap me around, you, you Spanish blur back mess of fucking false ankle feet coming out of your fucking head, motherfucker. Okay. Well, glad we got that all sorted out. I feel so much better. Good. I had a thing I wanted to mention. Uh, Previously, we've discussed uh, how sort of weird and creepy Facebook can be. And I swear, right after I bought my guitar, Facebook started advertising to me uh, guitar straps. Me and, and to me, once we talked about it, they were advertising to me guitar riffs, guitar instructions. It happened simultaneous to what you're talking about. Well, why are they advertising to you those things? We've written about it. We've spoken about it. We've emailed about it. Oh, no. Well, I don't know about spoken, but we have. I don't know. <laughs> is, there, is there a microphone on in your room right now? Mark, say Zuckerberg. Hey. Psst. Zucky. Hey. Yeah. So you know what he would say? That's creepy. Hello, Dave. Dave, I think that you're being upset for nothing, Dave. Here. Dave. Bye. You need to calm down and Bye. go back to your pod and go to sleep, Dave. Here, buy some scented soaps. What? I don't know. What? You said it funny, but what was it? Well, you said it funny. You should. So I'm laughing. I, if, so I was, if I was Zuckerberg, I would advertise to you some scented soaps so that you could have a lovely aroma bath. I'm not saying you're, you're stanky, uh -huh. but you look like the kind of guy stanky. that. Stanky. You know, you might call me a crazy old man, and you may call me just out of touch, but I'm going to tell you something right now that I know to be the truth, is that if you don't accept the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you will burn in hell. Okay. Yep. I heard that today on the radio. I heard that today on the radio when I was trying to find some, <clears throat> some music. And the accent had me, had me, and I had to listen to the... I turned it right after that. Right. Having images of... You can't turn it Images, right. You can't turn it right after he says. But I'll tell you one thing for certain: you're not going to switch the channel there. You got to listen to the, rest of the sentence, right? One thing for certain: I haven't leaned forward. So tell me, brother. Tell me, brother. What? Uh oh. Hey. Uh, by the way, I don't know why this comes to mind. What is the um, seven the oil man's movie? I'm oh, sorry. What? What? Go. Forty-two. Good job. What is the old man's What is the old man's movie? Uh, Let there be blood. Have we talked about it before? I, I think we have probably. But Let there be blood. Uh, Two thousand seven American epic drama film. Daniel Day Lewis. Story of a family, religion, hatred, oil, and madness, focusing on the turn of the century prospector in the early days of the business. And who? And what's the uh, What's the other star? The second. Supporting actor, the young dude, skinny dude. What an actor. What's his name? Uh, the cast is in order of first build. Paul F. Tompkins is in it. He's kind oh. of sort of a funny guy. Uh, yeah. Skinny dude, blonde hair. No. No. Paul F. Tompkins is a, is a comedian. Hold on. Okay. I will go back to another set. Sat for sore eyes. Let's see. Paul Dano. Paul Dano. Dano. Yep. 
Paul Dano. Paul Dano. Yep. Paul Dano. Yes. It. it, it did you? You've never seen it? No. Put it on the list. Put it on the list. You won't believe it. You won't believe it. Well, and, and I'll leave it at this, and I'll say this: that if you're enjoying it all, Ray Donovan, this mm. movie will be uh, right up your alley. Okay. Consequences and consequences and violent repercussions. Well, glad we got if in this our, and that and this and that. Glad we got in our token making of Ray Donovan into this episode. That's it, though. We're not ready to talk about it till you are. I have 79 hours, and and much to my wonderful glee. The episode wasn't, the new episode wasn't scheduled for Sunday like I thought. So when I woke up Sunday morning at 5 o'clock and had my coffee in my hand and thought about what I wanted to do that was just be leisurely for an hour, I wondered, well, I wonder what time Ray Donovan is on tonight. And I clicked and I clicked only to find out it had been on Saturday night. So I got to watch the latest episode Sunday morning. It was the start of a fantastic day of football and just relaxing and eating food. And you know what I did? Nothing. I did nothing. Those are wonderful days. That's the way it should be. Yes. I didn't do this. I didn't run anywhere. I never got out of my pajamas. I got up. I got up early. I didn't sleep that much Saturday night. We had the party at the new house the night Mm -hmm. before. I didn't care. I ate. We had leftover food. We didn't have to go anywhere. Up. My my wife had to leave for several hours. I watched this amazing uh, uh, professional football game that you don't probably care about. It was Kansas City in a 24-point comeback uh, against uh, the Houston Texans yesterday. They were down 24-0 in eight minutes and then scored 20 points in three minutes. Nice. And then three more touchdowns in a row to win the game. 51 points they scored. Oh, my God. Woke up from that and was like, I'm good, man. I'm going to eat and drink coffee, a little Ray Donovan, some football, right? Yeah, well. Coffee. You know who else did, didn't have a drink? You know who else didn't do shit on Sunday? You. God. Seventh day, man. You got to rest. Uh huh. It's like it's right there. Mm-hmm. First chapter. That's why. That's why. That's why we rest. I also did very little on Sunday, so. Between you and me and Isn't God. Isn't that just great? Yeah. And our. On Saturday, though. uh, How many listeners? I had. How many listeners, you figure? I had a bad day on Saturday because I had to go to a shopping mall. And as we discussed in the last episode, uh, we just finished our final gift-giving day of the the season in Spain. So you had to take stuff back? Well, a little bit of that and a little bit of uh, everything is on sale because they want to liquidate all of their crap that they had Sure, sure, sure. Best so, time to shop. Except that there were 45 bazillion people were there, and yeah. I was just, just there like staring into the into the distance, carrying the bags as the decision makers were making decisions. And it was... Uh, it was <laughs> you act like there's more than one of them. Well, that's, that's more true. More than one decision maker. Well, Come on. Well, my mother-in-law was there too, so... Uh, I know. But, but really, it was really oh, just... Oh, my... oh, well. Oh, now I'm with you. Yes. <laughs> of course. Of course. Decision makers, of course. Yes. So of course. I was well, just there as the camel to be to have uh, luggage loaded upon. But um, uh-huh. I did. Uh-huh. I did. The two, the two humps on your back help. Right, exactly. With that analogy. I could, I could hang the bags from my, from my horns, yes. Uh, Got a, quite a silhouette you have. <laughs> And also, I uh, when we were finished and uh, we were about to we were about to leave the big city, uh, we went out to have a little drink, and uh, I noticed a um, a little liquor shop across the way from the from the bar that we were at, and I and the they had these this big metal uh, grating that was down because it was closed, and I went over to sort of look around in the window, and I saw the most expensive bottle of whiskey I've ever seen. There was a bottle. Of Macallan's, uh, it was called Macallan's Number Six. I don't know if that's a particularly special thing, uh, but it was number of a brewing, uh, maybe six. But it was uh, six brew. The price the price was uh, four thousand three hundred euros. Ah, that's which is how many dollars? Four thousand eight hundred dollars. Five thousand dollars for a bottle. One, I've seen one thirty thirty two fifty, and it was in a glass case. Right. Where it was one of several, 
that were that much or over a thousand dollars a case for shelves right at the place right up the, right up the right up the street here so it's like Cal- Kalamazoo. just imagining what you know a sip half of a shot is a hundred bucks I mean so the that's crazy there's a there's a phenomena there's a phenomena that I've had and I can't tell how real it was but I had a, a, a very expensive single malt scotch called Talisker. It's about 175 a bottle. And when I took the cork off the bottle, there seemed to be a little smoke that came out of it. And when I poured it in the glass, and I like what the ice does to the scotch, is that it, it explodes it. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that effervescent explosion also pushed a bit of a, a smoky vapor into the air. And when I tasted it, I felt that vapor move through my mouth and out my nose. And I wonder if that really happened. Well, uh, seems possible. <laughs> no, they all three parts. Really good, really good scotch. Uh, like I had some last September where it was, I got 10 minutes of enjoyment out of it without putting any whiskey to my lips, just putting my nose in, in the glass. That it's yeah yeah the the really good stuff can be uh, can be good like that could be hazardous to your health. Well, that too. Yeah. So have you tried rye? Rye not no. Uh, I my, I I've, tell you, man, I, I hate I, to say it, I've, but I'm maybe switching rye from scotch. I like it. I I'm pretty sure I have. Um, it, some some bourbons are rye. But not all rye are bourbons. Is that true? I has my bourbon. Oh, rye, did you leave? Yeah, so I found this Macallan number six. I my bourbon. The color is Spanish oh, sunset. Why did you leave? The nose. I see the Spanish sunset descending on me. Oh, right, did you, did you leave me? Oh, it just can't be. Oh, right, did you leave me? Oh, where have you gone? Oh, right, did you leave me? This song can't go on. I'll prove you a liar, and I will keep it up. And you will say, Rye, do you do this? And I'll say, I can't give it up. And you will be wondering, just Rye, am I here? And then you will know, dear, that our love is so dear. Ah, dear and dear on the end. Oh, right, do you leave me? Everybody now. Oh, right, do you go? Sing it. I thought you were going to end with, with queer. Sing that would have been so nice. Sing it, Eric. Why don't you rip? Hey, man, whip out your electric guitar and let's see what you can do with this. Come on. Come on. Not at that pace. It's after the new year. Rip it up. Not, no, that's right. Round, 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 round. <coughs> So let me read you about the experience of the Macallan number six. Uh, its nose is raisin, dates, and figs dominate, whilst sultana and toffee apples add texture and depth. The weight of flavor from the raisins is dark and rich with great viscosity. Dry ginger and soft cinnamon hints at the edges. Hint at the edges? The edges. I don't know who wrote this. Dark chocolate is majestic. Vanilla sweetness lingers in the background. <laughs> That's just what I said. (laughs) That's almost word for word what I said. (laughs) After I taste it. No. Well, wait a minute. Cinnamon hinted the edges. edges. Whoa, this shit's good, man. (laughs) This this is shit. Wait, hold on. Whoa. And I think that that I got real ruminated and said, this is complex. (laughs) And then I launched into that, what he said, word for word. Well, let me remember now. That was just a nose. Let me talk about the palate. Oh. oh, The palate is heavy and sumptuous. 
A rich fruit cake of raisin, dates and figs, apples, sultanas, orange, then ginger, nutmeg, cinnamon, and hints of clove. Oak notes are like velvet, soft and chic. Wow. Yeah, baby. $4,000 for that. notes. Oak are, notes? Oak, Say it again. Oak notes are like velvet, soft and chic. That's the name of this episode. It's got to be. Soft and chic or oak notes? It's gotta, say it again because I love it. Say it again. Oak notes are I like velvet. I want everybody velvet. to say it together with you. Oak what notes. Is, oak what? Well, shut the fuck up and let me say it. Oak notes. Oak notes. Shut the fuck up. Oak notes. Are like velvet. Soft and chic. Oak notes are like velvet. Soft and chic. Let's say it together. All of oak, our listeners. Oak, oak notes. notes are like uh, velvet. Well, starting with you, Eric. Come on, you can do this. Read my lips. Oak Read my lips. <laughs> Follow me. Oak notes. Come on. Don't laugh. It's not funny. Say it with me. Here we go. Seriously. Oak, Oak notes. notes. <laughs> you understand that there's a delay here. We. This is why we can't there's sing There's a delay together. in your fucking brain, brah. Yeah, well, brah. I'm just... I got to tell you, brah. I'm just just saying. So, yeah, the, at, the, uh, at the website here, it's... Um, 3,330 pounds. So that's about the price I saw. It's a, pr- it's a pretty bottle. I must say. But still. It's a... Better be. You don't want it just in a fucking, like, plastic bottle. You and know, you know, and yeah. for fuck's sake, you don't want to, like, accidentally tip it over and have a bunch of it slush out sure. onto the floor. Here we go again. Here we go. Here we go again, listeners. Fuck's sake. It's... Oh, for fuck's sake. It's like... It's like what what episode is this? It's your new. Let that be known. What is what episode number is this? Number forty two. Forty three. Forty three. It's my new catchphrase. So, no, it will be known. First, it was no, anywho. It will be known as it will be known as forty two plus one. It could be that. That one is forty three. Yes. You will rethink the numbering system from. from four. Hey, you know what Bye. else? Where do they go? Go. Happyhour.fm slash zero four three. While we're talking about liqueurs and the number 43, there is a Spanish liqueur called 43, which is 43. I don't know why it's called that. 43. Oh, take it on my Oh. It's true. If you Let's see. Two. How do you say glasses in Spanish? Glasses of. A yeah. glass, an, an empty glass. Like a glass, glass. Basso. Put, put liquid in. Basso. Huh? Basso. Muscle? Basso? Basso. Vita V? V, as in Victor? V. Basso? Yeah, but you say like a B. Basso. Basso. Like a B. A basso. Basso. Okay. Okay. Dos basos de licor 43. Yes, it's a, it's a top-selling oh. Spanish liqueur made only in Cartagena, Spain. It was invented in 1946 by Diego Zamora, along with his brother and sister, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I don't know. So where can I drink it? With you. I got to come to Spain? I've never had it. I'm I'm curious if it's, like, sweet or what. I don't know. It's mostly it's sold in Spain. Sweet. It's a liqueur. Not it's, a, oh, well, so it is probably sweet. It could be. I don't I don't really know. I'll have to uh, order, no, a, bourbon sweet. order a glass. You're sweet. Oh, uh-huh. oh, Eric. Well, you know, somebody said to me the other day at the pub, the the pub at my old house. Mm-hmm. My buddy says, he says, so what do you two guys talk about? And I'm like, the same shit we talk about. And he said, really? Uh-huh. I said, yeah. It's just talk. Two guys talking, trying to be funny, and neither of us are funny. So it's a long. Fucking hour, <laughs> and he. Yeah, I know he won't listen now. I shouldn't have said that, probably. But <laughs> well, it has been a long fucking hour, for fuck's sake. <laughs> for fuck's sake, it's in this drivel. It's gone on far too long. So, what do you make of the the the, the crisis in England 
with the royal family, a split-off. Yeah. Young uh, William, I believe it is, going on his <clears> own <throat> with his, Harry. his girl, Meghan Markle. Harry. Harry. Yeah. Off with his own Meghan Markle. To have a life uh, somewhat independent, but still relying on the press. Still relying on the press, still wanting uh, some of the uh, Essex money, so to speak, or Suffolk money <laughs> laying around. What do you make of it? I don't haven't really cared. I sort of see headlines when I get push notifications to my phone. Apparently, they want to live half the year in Canada, uh, and the Queen was upset, but has now sort of agreed that maybe they can sort of do that. But do you realize how much of that is about? Um, copyrights and marketing appeal and being able to raise money and spend money and uh, it's, branding. It's you better know, if they Harry's the most Harry's the most popular member of the royal family, and so the royal family, uh, a multi-faceted, uh, multi-million, billion-dollar industry of selling the royalty right. is driven by Harry and the Queen. Therefore, when Harry says, I want a little piece of action on the way out, not enough to break your queen mother, but enough to feel like I feel meaningful to yeah. you. Is that my freaking printer? The queen. Or yours. The, the queen is sending you a fax, Dennis. You're in trouble. <laughs> it's you, isn't it? Is it you? <laughs> yes. I control all the electronics in your house, Dennis. Do you know <laughs> that? I'm listening to you right now. I have microphones. That was my printer, wasn't it? The Queen sent you a message. I'll have to, I'll have to yell to my wife. A.K.A. the Queen. Hey, I wish you would have print when I'm recording. <laughs> I know. I'm not done. So your 18 pages are... You told me it's an hour. <laughs> it's only one minute over an hour. You're, And we're recording now, but they won't know who you are. It's an hour of, of happy. In one minute. In one minute of printing. It's like, it's like, it's, Speaking of the royal family. That's the, that's the title. Printing money. One happy hour and one minute of printing. That could be a subtext. All right, bro. I got to go, man. I got to get ready for the big game tonight. All right. Got you, shit to do, bro. Are you the quarterback? Places to go. Huh? Are you the quarterback in the big game? I, mm, mm, I'll be there with him. All right. Joe Burrows. Uh-huh. Love you, man. Talk to you next week. Hey, man. Bye. Hey guys, thanks for listening to episode number 43. Show notes, as always, can be found at happyhour.fm slash 043. And if you go there, you will discover that I was obviously right about the dead parrot sketch. And you can always go to patreon.com slash happyhour to give us a little bit of money so we can buy some expensive whiskeys. Thanks. See you next week.